Did you know that we have a fifth podcast now on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you listen to this podcast? Go search for Ask Dr. Gray pre-med Q&A or just go check out askdrgray.com. That's gray with an A. This is the old pre-meds podcast, session number 98. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, the same Dr. Gray for the new podcast, Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. That podcast is actually taken from our Facebook Live. We do a daily Facebook Live, or I do a daily Facebook Live. If you go to our Facebook page, medicalschoolhq.net slash Facebook, or if you're already on Facebook, just search for Medical School HQ. If, if you're on the Old Pre-Meds Facebook page, you're obviously listening to the Old Pre-Meds podcast right now. Uh, I do share my Facebook Lives with the Old Pre-Meds Facebook page, but that Facebook Live, the the middle of it is taken out and turned into our last or latest podcast, Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. So go check that out again, askdrgray.com. All right, so today we have a great question taken directly from the oldpremeds.org forms. If you're not familiar with the forms over there, go check them out to oldpremeds.org, click on forms, sign up for an account if you don't already have one, and join the community over there. So a student asked a question, a great question, about how it was impossible for him, I'm going to say him because I don't know, (laughs) impossible for him to get a 3.0 GPA. And he's asking what next. So he says, greeting everyone. I hope you're doing well and wish wish you well for your pre-med journey. I have a difficult question to ask, and I was wondering if someone can help me out. So I graduated college with a 2.25 cumulative GPA, a 1.76 science GPA. This is an accumulation of both university and community college of 10 years together. I stayed way too long and failed way too often at community college. I was immature, was directionless, and was depressed throughout my 20s. I came back to do a do-it-yourself postback with a clear, clean conscience two years later, and I was motivated to do very well. After taking 90 quarter units, I was able to sustain a 4.0 GPA. After four years of taking both lower and upper level division science and math courses, I have already fulfilled the prereqs for medical school, took some upper level division biology, and many more, and was able to do very well. I have research experience with a PI work I work with and have 900 volunteer clinical hours, work as an ER tech at a hospital, and have experience working in administration uh, in healthcare. I have completed my shadowing with a physician and even got a letter of recommendation from them. I took the MCAT and was able to score 514. After calculating... GPA with my postback, I could only get up to a 2.5 cumulative GPA and a 2.24 science GPA. 
That was very depressing. Doing further calculation, I would need to sustain an additional 330 semester hours or units to get into a 3.0 GPA of both categories, which would take another four to five years. I thought about applying to an SMP and talk to a couple schools, but they said they're afraid that the computer will screen me out and wouldn't look at my upward trend for consideration. I feel this is so hopeless, hopeless sometimes because that stupid GPA hindering my passion to be a physician. What else can I do from here? So this is a very, very common, maybe not to this extent, but a very common question that comes up in the pre-med world. How do I improve upon my previous mess up, right? I, I messed up, I screwed up at the beginning of college, I was directionless, I was immature, and I failed a lot of classes and never withdrew. And, oh, by the way, now I want to be a doctor, right? <laughs> That's like the, the worst thing possible when you have this terrible GPA and, and now all of a sudden you found your passion for being a physician and you look and you do your research and you're like, oh, shoot, I need good grades to be a doctor. But the, the journey is not over. So there are several things to do here. And they all involve a little bit of time. It's impossible to go back. It's not impossible, but it, it would be silly to go back for those extra four to five years taking more classes. You've proven yourself already with 90 units of classes with a 4.0 GPA over four years. You've proven that you can handle it. Now you need to go talk to medical schools and talk to them, reach out to them, talk to the dean of admissions and say, this is who I am, this is how I screwed up, this is what I've done over the past four years, this is my GPA, look at me, would you consider me? Yes, the computer's gonna screen you out, but guess what? That's why there are humans there to reach back into that digital shredder and pull your application out and review it manually, quote unquote manually, right? They're all reviewed manually, but... The digital filter is going to, to filter out the low GPA in this case. So you need to talk to somebody, advocate for yourself and say, hey, I need you to look at my application separately. Go in and pull my application because your computer's not gonna pull it because my GPA is not good enough. But look what I've done over the last four years. Look at my MCAT score. Look at what I've done to prove that this is what I want to do. Advocate for yourself. It will work, but it's going to take some time to find the right schools that will listen to you. It will take a lot of time. Find the right schools. Find schools that fit with you, who you are, what your mission is. Find those schools. Do lots of research. Just tackle four or five schools a day, right? You don't need to go and there's... 170 schools or whatever there is now, don't, you don't need to look at that big number. Just tackle a few a day and find one or two or three that would be like, yes, we'll look at you, right? If you look at a school like University of Central Florida, I've talked to their dean of admissions and they say, here's how we screen students. We look at their last 20 hours of sciences. Guess what? You would do very well in that screen. So you need to find those schools that, that have different filtering techniques and sorting techniques in a way that they look at GPA so that your initial mistakes will not hurt you 
at this time. That's what you need to do. Worst case scenario, right? If, if you go through this process over the next year and you find no schools, zero schools will say, you know what, send us an application. We're going to review it. Your, your story sounds great. If you can't find anybody to look at your application, there's always the Caribbean, right? That's a last resort. But if this is what you want to do, you've proven yourself academically. You've proven yourself with your MCAT score. I'm not worried about a student like you going to the Caribbean, doing well, getting a great score on step one and step two and getting a residency. A student like you will probably do very well. We'll do fine. You'll do great. So that's always a last resort. So keep going. You can do it. There's nothing in your way except some time, some advocating, some phone calls. And worst case scenario, there's always the Caribbean, which is still a decent option in this case. All right, so I hope that was useful for you. I would love for you to go check out oldpremeds.org if you don't already have an account. And go check out askdrgray.com for the new Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A podcast. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here at the Old Pre-Meds Podcast.